welcome to today's episode. So today I have another Neville Goddard lecture. This lecture was from 1959 and it is titled The Law. The whole vast world is no more than man's imagining pushed out. I must qualify that by saying that the world outside of man is dead. But man is a living soul and it responds to man. Yet man is so sound asleep and does not know it. The Lord God placed man in a profound sleep, and as he sleeps, the world responds as in a dream. For man does not know he is asleep, and then he moves from a state of sleep where he is only a living soul to an awakened state where he is a life-giving spirit. And now he can himself create, for everything is responding to an activity in man which is imagination. The eternal body of man is all imagination. That is God himself. Blake. Three wonderful case histories were given to me last Tuesday, and I can best describe what I mean by telling you of one of them. Here is this lady driving east on sunset, and she comes to a stop at Laurel Canyon. A bus is to her right, and then she sees this little elderly lady in gray, who is running diagonally across the street through traffic, trying to catch that bus. The bus driver sees her, but he pulls out, leaving her on the street. The lady who gave me the story told me that she felt compassion for this elderly lady, but she was not in a lane where she could give her a lift. She had to pull out with her line when the light changed. She said to herself, I will give that lady a lift just the same. So, in imagination, she opens her car door and lets her in. Then still, in her imagination, she hears the lady tell her that she is meeting some friends a few blocks away. And if she had to wait for another bus, she is afraid they would not wait for her. The lady in the car carried on this imaginary conversation, and it took maybe a half minute until she felt satisfied about it. Four blocks ahead, as she again stopped for a light, someone tapped on the car window. And here stands a breathless little elderly lady, with gray hair dressed in gray. My friend lowered the window and the little lady said, I have missed my bus. Can you give me a lift? Friends are waiting for me, and when they see I do not get off the bus, they may go on and leave me. My friend let her into the or let her get into the car, and then six blocks further the little lady said, There are my friends, and thanks the driver and gets out. Now here's a lady whom I say is awake. And may I tell you that in heaven there was joy because one called a sinner. We're all sinners, for we are all missing the mark. And the mark is to awaken. Has discovered that the whole world is responsive to what we are thinking. She cannot actually give the first low lady a lift, so she did it in imagination. And then she sees this elderly, or this other elderly lady and gives her a lift. Here she is enacting her imaginary drama, and four blocks later, when the drama or when the dream is completed, this little old lady taps at her car window. In her imagination, she gave a lift to a little gray-haired lady dressed in gray. Does it matter if it was the lady behind at the last bus stop or this lady dressed in gray? Everyone is responding to what we are doing in our imagination. There is no outside world that is really alive. It depends for its aliveness on the activity of man, who is a living soul. 
Man named the animals, the birds, the trees, everything. God became man as a living soul, but he had to forget he was God to become man. And now man has to become a life-giving spirit, where he knows that everything is an imaginal activity. Here at the corner where the first part of this little drama took place, half of those who witnessed it would bawl out the bus driver for not waiting for the old lady, and the other half would say she was a fool for running into the street. This lady in the car could have reacted like that, for the dreamer does not know that he is dreaming. It is only when we awake they know they are causing the dream, or even had a dream. The lady in the car saw only someone who had failed to realize an objective, so she enacted a scene for her, implying she had realized it. And four blocks later, she meets a little old lady who says to her the exact words she had heard in her imagination. Her, imagine, her Im imagery dream unfolds to detail. An awakened dream is crystallized in the world. Real are the dreams of gods as they slowly pass their pleasure in a long immortal dream. When man completely awakens, he dreams his pleasure and everything responds while he dreams it. We think everything in the world is completely independent from our perception of it, but the whole thing is dead. I see it and come upon it, but the whole thing is dead, frozen. Then I start an activity within me, and then the world that was dead becomes alive, but not knowing I am doing it, I am sound asleep, and then the whole thing takes place over and it becomes a nightmare. But I must keep control and know it is dependent on me. The world is infinite response and the thing that makes it alive is a living soul called generic man, male-female. And then God wove himself into the brain of the generic man and then he sleeps. As man begins to awaken, he controls and takes over and is no longer a victim of his vision. So he has control of his attention. Everyone is free to create his world as he wants it if he knows that the whole thing is responding to him. In Luke 13, we are told the story of five Galileans who have been murdered by Pilate. And he mixed their blood with their offering, etc. And the central figure of the Gospels, which is your awakened imagination, says to his followers, Do you think these five are worse sinners than the others? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish in the same manner. Here on one level, we think it served them right, just as those who saw the scene on the Sunset Boulevard would say it served her right, cutting across the street like that. In this story in Luke, we are told that a man sinned in the past and was murdered by Pilate. It has nothing to do with it. Then Jesus asked them, Do you think that the eighteen upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them were worse offenders than the others who dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. On this level of the dream, people think of getting even. It is a dream of confusion and people are reactivating. But man has to awaken and become an actor. On this present level, man is always reflecting life, not knowing he is the cause of all he observes. But when he awakes from the dream and then becomes an actor, what percentage would have done what this lady in the car did? 
they would have reacted or feasted on the fruit of the tree of good and evil. They would have had a violent reaction, and then they would have had a violent resistance from th this dead universe. But this lady makes her dream, and the whole thing comes to pass exactly as she pictured it, even to the number of blocks. You, you might also think she had manufactured that little old lady in the grave, but I tell you, everything comes in response to our own wonderful imaginal activity. You can be anything in this world, but you cannot know it or expect it to come unless you act. If you react based on the past, you continue in the same pattern. To be the man you desire to be, you must create the scene, as this lady did, and the whole world will be convulsed if that is necessary to bring it to pass. There is no other power but God, but God had to forget he was God in this state of sleep, and then he awakens and consciously determines the conditions he wants in the world. So again, I say to this lady, the angels rejoiced over your awakening, and I say this without pride, they also rejoiced because I kept my promise that I would come and awaken the sleeper in the world of men, for I also had to forget everything to become man. For when one goes and then returns, he has to forget everything to become man. For when one goes and then returns, he has to forget everything. But he promises he will carry out his pledge and help man awaken. Then the living soul becomes a life-giving spirit and then creates. Take it seriously. Do not go through this with your dream unacted. It took this lady 30 seconds to enact her drama and another 60 seconds to realize it. You tell yourselves, it must take time. What time? Read Corinthians one eighteen. I could go before men with all these words of, or with all the words of wisdom, but know only one thing, the cross. To the wise it is foolishness, etc. What is the cross? Think of it in this light. You began seemingly in your mother's womb, and end in the grave. You do not, but you have that picture. Look at the horizontal line of the cross as time, intersecting this vertical line, and call that infinite state, like Jacob's ladder. At any section of time, I can move up or down. Time is flowing, and the state with which I am identified still unfolds. So while seated in my car, I can move up and enact a drama. I acted and remained within that state. It unfolded. It took 60 seconds. There are infinite states interacting or intersecting the line of time. We become one with a certain state and it demonstrates itself in actual phenomena. Everyone here, it need not be or it need not take you more than 30 seconds to bring about a change of state. What would it be like? And you name your desire. Remain in that state and that state by the passage of time will unfold in your world. You do nothing about it once you have entered the state, for the outer must move by compulsion of the inner power. This little lady in gray had to come to my friend's car. Every detail of that imaginary act took place. Why not? The universe is infinite response. When you know that there is no one in the whole world could ever face you, because he is a shadow. I have seen the whole world dead, completely frozen. And then I allowed something within me to start and everything became animated. 
and you ask yourself a million questions. Who am I? What is it all about? Why? Everything here is responding to the imaginal activity within man. When someone who is sick becomes well, when someone who is blind then sees, is that more of a miracle than what this lady told? She is awake. If you make a fortune, it means nothing. All the honors of men in a state of sleep are as nothing. You must repent. It has nothing to do with the so-called judgment of God. It is only a dream, and man is reacting to the dream. And he does not know that he is a dreamer, and causing all the dream. The literal meaning of the Greek word translated as repent means a change of mind. It has nothing to do with the moral picture. The church has introduced that, but it has nothing to do with it. I don't care what a man has done. He changes his mind in this meaning of the word repent. Things will change. Well, he is then on the line, a vertical line of states. He stands at a point on the states. There are infinite states. And we must learn to distinguish between the state and the individual occupying the state. But I can now change and move into another state. I can, in time, do it in a split second and rise on the vertical line of the states. So I come only to teach the cross, said Paul. I will rise within myself and ignore the former state. and Within myself I will assume that things are as I want them to be. If I remain faithful, the passage of time will unfold it. So Blake said, Eternity is love, or eternity is in love with the productions of time. I tell you, do not let anyone ever convince you that because of your past accomplishments or your present state in the world that you cannot change your position by rising within yourself and then see the whole world respond, and I mean now. So I tell you, this lady is awake. The child is awake in her. The purpose of life is to awake. The whole best world or sleeping humanity, thought her important, would you feel flattered? If in a dream everyone praised you, and then you awoke and found it was all a dream, would you be flattered? One dreamer puts a medal on, another dreamer, and they do not know it. It is only the awakening that is important awakening, and doing the will of God. God's will is in you, active as your own imagination, and his will is to realize the imaginal state. To realize something novel, as this lady did, or to maintain something to maintain in being, or to let things go that you feel are unlovely, I will do it all and only act and stop reacting. Then the whole book, the Bible, becomes alive. Leave all the wise men to mock it or tolerate. Let them or let them reach the moon or the stars. They are all dead. Nothing lives outside of man. Man is a living soul turning slowly into a life-giving spirit. But you cannot tell it except in a parable or metaphor to excite the mind of man to get him to go out and prove it. Leave the good and evil and eat of the tree of life. Nothing in the world isn't true if you want it to be true. You are the truth of everything that you perceive. I am the truth and the way, the life revealed. If I have physically nothing in my pocket, then in imagination I have much. But that is a lie based on fact. The truth is based on the intensity of my imagination. 
and then I will create it in my world. Should I accept facts and use them as to what I should imagine? No. It is told us in the story of the fig tree. It did not bear for three years. One said cut it down and throw it away. But the keeper of the vineyard pleaded no. Who is the tree? I am the tree. You are the tree. We bear or we do not. But the keeper said he would dig around the tree and feed it or manure it. As we would say today and see if it will not bear. Well, I do that here every week and try to get a tree. You meet to bear. You should bear whatever you desire. If you want to be happily married, you should be. The world is only responsible. Or the world is only response. If you want money, get it. Everything is a dream anyway. When you awake and know what you are creating, and that you are creating it, that is a different thing. The greatest book in the Bible, or the greatest book is the Bible, but it has been taken from a moral basis, and it is all weeping and tears. It seems almost ruthless as given to us in the gospel, if taken literally. The New Testament interprets the Old Testament, and has nothing to do with morals. Change your mind and stay in that changed state until it unfolds. Man thinks he has to work himself out of something. But it is God asleep in you as a living soul. And then we are reborn as life-giving spirit. We do it here in this little classroom called Earth or Beyond the Grave. For you cannot die. You can be just as asleep beyond the grave. I meet them constantly. And they are all just like this. Same loves and same hates. No change. They will go through it until they finally awake. Until they cease to react and begin to act. Do not take the story lightly, which I have told you tonight. Take it to heart, tonight, when you are driving home, and act a scene, no matter what it is. Forget good and evil, and act a scene that implies you have what you desire. And to the degree that you are faithful to that state, it will unfold in your world, and no power can stop it, for there's no other power. Nothing is independent of your perception of it, and this goes for that great philosopher, among us who is still claiming that everything is independent of the perceiver, but that the perceiver has certain powers. It is not so. Nothing is independent of the perceiver. Everything is burned up when I cease to behold it. It may exist for another, but not for me. Let us make our dream a noble one, for the world is infinite response to you, the being you want to be. Now let us go into the silence. Okay, so that was the end of Neville Goddard's lecture titled The Law. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I will see you next time. Have a great day.